0: Launch chat listeners. This week we're doing something a little special. We're gonna be showing you some of the replays of our most popular episodes of Launch Chat over the last year and a half. We are man, it's been rocking over the last <laughs> last year. Uh, recording all of your guys' questions, it's been awesome. But right now, what we're doing is we are restructuring some of the stuff in our idea to funded program helping startups like you go from wherever you are right now to raising your first round of seed capital. And if you're interested in talking to us about it, go to launchpeer.com slash call and let's chat. But other than that, enjoy this week's episodes of our, some of the best replays that we've had based on you. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Today's question comes from Jim in Miami, Florida. He writes in, We are launching a dating app startup with a mobile app and web version. However, our startup domain name using .com was taken. Which alternative solution should I go for? Some options are .io or app.co, app.com, or pick a go.com domain, such as what Tinder did before they purchased Tinder.com. Hey, Jim, thanks for your question. Well, look, the .com is always the preference, okay? Every startup founder I talk to, you should always try to go for the .com, okay? But sometimes the .com is taken, and that happens sometimes. So let me talk to you about some of the logic I use to try to decide what domain name or extension I should go for. Okay, so the first thing I would wanna do, and I'm gonna talk about these in kind of order of precedence, okay? The first thing I would do is try to get that .com. I would reach out to that person. You can usually find who they are by going and searching. If you go in Google, you can search W H O I S, who is. And there's a site that you can go and look up who owns that domain name. Okay. The first thing I would do is try to offer them some money to buy the domain name. Sometimes they'll bite, and you can get the domain name for a few bucks. You know, I've seen. Couple hundred bucks, maybe a thousand bucks. It just depends on how tied you are to that name, but sometimes that's worth it. If it's a name that really describes what you're trying to do and it's the perfect name for what you're doing, you know, we've we at Launch Pier, like when we bought, uh, we have the domain name Launch Summit, we spent like $3,000 on that domain name, okay? Launch Fund which you guys can go check that site out too, .com. You know, we spent a couple thousand dollars on that domain name because we knew that those were worth it. We knew it was worth it to have those domain names for us. And we had the resources to be able to do that. So it's always prefer- it's always preferential to go and buy the .com domain name. Now let's just say that you try to go buy it and no one's biding. They don't want to sell it or they're not reaching back out to you or whatever. Okay, the next thing I would do is think about my... Core demographic, my ideal customer audience, and if it's a little bit older of a generation where they're so used to .com and they've maybe probably never heard of .app, .io, .co, then I would probably either do one of two things. Okay, I would either try to find a different name, which you can do that. Okay, there's nothing stopping you from being able to go and find another domain. It seems like a lot of the domain names are taken, but it's not true. You can find something. Or second best is to try to come up with something either something at the beginning or something at the end of the domain name that you want that still talks about the app. Okay. So let's talk about LaunchPeer. All right. Let's say that Launchpeer.com was taken when we started the wanted to start the company, but we really, really wanted to stick with Launchpeer and didn't want to go and get, you know, I don't know, a dot co, or well, we did not want to go change our name. Okay. So what we would have done at that point is I would have sat, sat down and said, okay, Who's my ideal customer demographic? Are they tech savvy? Are they young? Do they see .io and .co domain names all the time? And if the answer is yes, I probably would've said, okay, if the person at launchpeer.com isn't using it, and it's down, you know, maybe it's for sale, but they don't wanna buy it on my offer, and I don't have a competitor in the space who's using the name Launchpeer or any variation of it, then I would probably try to find like a domain name that's like the Launchpeer, or Launchpeer Co, not dot co, but launch co or launch studio or launch, you know, I don't know, some something where I put something in the beginning or something at the end of the name. So it still keeps the name and the branding, but it just has a name in the beginning of it because that still keeps the the com that I want. Okay. And that's the ideal scenario. And it really depends a lot on who your ideal customer demographic is. Now, for us, our ideal customer demographic is someone that's tech savvy. Okay. They are usually not young entrepreneurs, but just entrepreneurs in general that our ideal customer is not someone who's like 60 plus And they're just used to com domain names. When they hear a name, they don't type it in Google. They just search they just type in the bar launchpeer.com. That's not really our customer. Our customer's a little bit more tech savvy than that. So for us, I probably would've leaned towards, well, let's just use launch period.io. And that's my number one choice. If I was gonna choose a different extension, .io is more of the tech focused one. So .io for me would've been preferential. Now .co would've been my second best one. So .co would've been okay to get. Any of those other extensions though, like .app or you know .ly, or some of those others that are out there, I would really have to make sure that my ideal customer demographic is used to that. The other thing that I'd want to do if I picked a domain name like that, even with the .io or .co, is I would want to make sure that my branding, especially in the early stages of my company, reflected that .io or .co or .ly. So instead of having a logo that just said LaunchPeer, I would want to have a logo that said LaunchPeer.ly, and that was the the name in the in the you know, in the logo or .co, and that was the name in the logo. So whenever anybody sees my logo, they're not going to go think, oh, let me go to launchpeer.com, and then they're going to see a blank page that's like, oh, that's weird, and they just don't think about it ever again. Okay, but if they see the logo and the logo says, oh, launchpeer.io, Okay, well now I know the domain name, so I'm just going to go straight to the domain name, and so that's something that you have to think about when you're thinking about these other domain names. Is really all of this comes back to your ideal customer? Are they used to having .app? Okay, are they used to having .io? Are they used to having .co? And if that's yes, and all those other criteria apply, where you can't get a hold of the person who has the .com, you know, you don't want to change your name. And the adding a word to the beginning, your end, maybe just doesn't feel right or doesn't seem right. And it's not necessary because your audience is used to seeing other extensions. Then go for it. That's totally fine. Okay. But make sure that when you're creating your branding, you have it in there that you have an extension. That's a little different than what people are normally used to. Because the last thing that you want, let's say you created a logo. And we just had Launchpeer, but we were at a .io domain name. And someone has started searching Launchpeer in the search bar. And then all of a sudden, the person who owns Launchpeer.com decides to put something up there. Okay? And then when people start searching it, the Launchpeer.com is going to show up because it has a lot of domain authority. It has the .com, which just breeds domain authority. People are going to start searching it more. People are going to just type it into... Their, uh, you know, the URL more, and they're just going to assume it's .com. So they're going to get a huge boost because you started a company that's Launchpeer and people are thinking, oh, Launchpeer.com, right? And it doesn't make sense. So you really need to start digging into who your ideal customer is and whether or not they're comfortable with those other domain names. And if I was going to start a startup today and couldn't use the .com and I had to use the .io or .co or .ly or one of those other extensions, then what I would probably do is make sure that my branding reflected that name. Now for Jim, your specific situation where you're thinking about using like app.com or app.co. The only time I would add a word to the beginning or end of a domain name, like let's say launchpeer and I wanted to, you know, somebody who went launchpeer.com it was already taken. So I was like, oh well, let's use launchpeerapp.com. The only time I would add that little word to the beginning or end of the the actual brand I was going for is if I was claiming the .com Now, one of the examples you said, you know, oh, I want to use, you know, my startup name app.co. That's not, I wouldn't do that. Okay. If you have to resort to using not only a word after or before your brand name, and then also using a second extension, like something that's not a .com, that's too much. Okay. You need to go for another name at that point. It's just not going to work. Okay. But if you're going to do one or the other, that's totally fine. Okay, so the thelaunchpeer.com, I would go for that. But the thelaunchpeer.co, no. launchpeerapp.com, cool. launchpeerapp.co or .io, no, I wouldn't do that. That's too many things that someone has to think about when they're thinking about your brand. It should be one or the other, not both at the same time. Okay, so make sure you keep that in mind as you're going out and picking a domain name and you should be set up pretty well if you just follow those rules that I just laid out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. If you haven't already, go schedule a call with our team and let's talk about your startup. We'll spend about 30 to 45 minutes putting a roadmap together to help you reach your startup goals. And also, if you haven't already, Give us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps us spread the word about the podcast and the more people we have listening to it, the more questions we have from people just like you.